0: With your hosts, Dan and Alright, so it's time for random encounter? Yes, it is. I rolled a five on the dorso roll.
1: Five, so that's Monster Manual two.
0: That's right. I did.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. So you are rolling a. Oh yeah. You want to roll rolling a die ten,
1: please. Yes, I can do that. Two. What a shock! We're in a dungeon. Okay. Well, it's, this is going to be interesting because you know the champion at this point is. Do you recall? It's, it's a giant gar. Very good. That's that's great. I'm I'm. I'm impressed i really am that's good i just
0: show up once a week i really and then, then i i move on with that's things right. i mean i mean come on right
1: i mean your, your uh, planning is what kind of shirt you're going to put on which is impressive that's good
0: thank you very much yes i always try to go with a the theme unless i'm dressed up so uh yes it is giant gar uh, was there ever a name selected no i don't think we selected a name uh, do you want to wait? Because, look, why name this thing? It's like a character. who's going to die right. this week. So, if if, all if right. he
1: survives this week, then we're going to do it. Uh, people did put or some she, up there, which were good. Or she. Or she. could be guard Glitter Gold. I mean, there's definitely... Uh... guard Glitter Gold. Now, that's, that's gold. Thank you, Gary. You came up with that? I just did. You know what I thought was funny? That's when why he's going to die Ward. now, but that's okay.
0: He is going to die. I thought it was funny the Jim Ward interview, and I asked him, and I said... So you created Garo Glittergold and uh, Kirtlemac the kobold. Yeah, I think he got a little nervous about me. You know, yeah. like I seemed more excited, right, about that than the person who actually created them.
1: He was reflecting on his life choices, particularly accepting our invitation. That's when he yes. got.
0: This is this is what it's come to. Right. I'm talking to these two knuckleheads. Right,
1: forty-five. <laughs> at least right, forty plus years <laughs> since I wrote this, and someone's interested in that. Okay. Hello, Cyber Heston. Yes, so um, this is a great point. Uh, The other advantage of, um, uh, so Cyber Heston came on and said, hey, I thought there wasn't going to be a show today. Yes, normally we do every other week when we have lives, but we don't have lives now, and so and no one else does. So we're trying to support the pandemic our own small way. We're pretty much full for the next three or four weeks. Is that correct? Something like that.
0: I know that uh, next week we've got uh, Jim Dees uh, right. from North Pole Publications, uh, and I know after that uh, we've got uh, Bill Fawcett uh, is coming on.
1: That's right, on the, and, t- on the 25th.
0: Uh, yeah, and I, think, and I, and I know we, we don't have a date yet uh, set for Janelle Takez, but she has said that uh, she would come on the show, which I'm right. super excited about. So I think, I think for the next two Shows, right? That were we're filled
1: up. We we have the next two shows. And, uh, you know, as long as it's uh, as long as we have nothing to do, and I hate to say it that way, you know, a lot of times it's just hard to prepare at least whatever minimum preparation we do is to get it ready for the show. It's hard to do it when we have our real lives going on. So, um, you know, Dan and I, if we're available, we'd be happy to do that. So please go out and look at the event schedule. That's where we kind of put that out. and In fact, I will post it there uh, for you guys to look at. So that is our current schedule. So we know we have um, the 18th and the 25th. And then um, then sometime in May, we may take the second off, uh, and we've got a couple other things. So there you go. I'm sorry about that, but that was a good segue into that. And we're also planning at least I'm planning, and Dan, we need to talk about it, planning a, a May 9th Patreon exclusive. We need to do another uh, Patreon uh, adventure exclusive because we have some folks who have uh, decided to support us at that tier. So we need to get that scheduled. So I'll be sending an invite to our patrons and whoever can make it, uh, we, will, we will be doing that. So sometime in May, we will be doing that.
0: And, you know, what, I, what I'd like to do soon, too, is uh, you know that I am a, a huge fan of Vaprak. Oh, yes. the d- destroyer. Right? I would like to be able to play Vaprak and have him uh, come, because you know it comes to the prime material plane. Right. Periodic. When he's hungry. And he's always hungry. Right. He's like my I, I son. Li- he's always hungry. Exactly. Exactly. I would like to have him uh, go through a homlet. Through, Through what? The village of
1: Hamlet. Oh, oh, through the village of Hamlet.
0: Yeah. Vaprak through and, and, the village of Hamlet. Okay. Right? Vaprak hungry. So, you know, maybe we could have some of the people online, could they could play uh, one of the uh, residents of Hamlet, and I just want to be Vaprak, and I just want to come through Hamlet. I mean, because that could happen. Right. Right? You
1: were, I, you've, you've, you've said this a couple of times, so this is something of very interest to you, that... Uh, uh, Menyon would like you not to do that because he's. Oh, don't go through Hamlet just now. Very dangerous. Well, I think he was. I think his group in Japan was is going through the village of Hamlet.
0: Oh, so maybe we. Oh, so so, perhaps Menyon could use Vaprak as a random monster, right? In, the, in that adventure. That's right.
1: Yeah, if, if he does, I'm sure he. I'm sure he would be happy to uh, call you at that point and say, "Hey, I just rolled up Vaprak." The Destroyer. Right. Can you, do you mind getting on and, and, uh, and doing that?
0: Oh, yeah. Call any time. <laughs> I don't care what <laughs> hour it is over here in the States. Right. I'm there. Okay. Uh, uh, but So, yeah, I'd like to do Vaprat goes to a hobbit. Okay. okay. I like it. All right. Thank you. I thought you would. I love it. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, it's uh, 10 possible monster yes. levels. Two. All right. It's not going to be... Well, so, you know, this is not going to be something that's going to easily handle the Gar. So you're rolling now that 2 to
1: 20 business. Oh, yeah. So Vaprak is the ogre deity or the troll deity, people are asking.
0: Oh, I think he, I'll get at the deities and demigods. I think he is both, Oh. actually. Yeah, and non-human deities. He is, yeah, ogres and trolls ah, ogres. worship Vaprak the destroyer.
1: Okay, what did you roll, my friend? Uh, I rolled a 13. This doesn't sound promising.
0: Okay, so there is uh, two possibilities. The first one is, it ju- oh, um, okay. I was about to say it's either a centipede or it's a hudge, but I don't know what a hudge is. Do you know what a hudge is? H-U-D-G-E. No. I'm thinking that is a typo. Mm. Centipede comma hudge. Hudge. It's gotta be huge. Huge. That's right. A hudge. Right. Yes. What page are you on? <laughs> the hudge centipede. Page one thirty three. The hudge centipede. The,
1: oh, on the uh, in Monster Manual two. Yes. Yep. Page one thirty three. Oh, well, we need to make up what a hudge centipede is at this point. Who's doing? Is this okay? Who's doing the editing here? Well, it's, <laughs> because last- it says it's in a Monster Manual two, so very interesting. So let's go there. Yes. It's not your normal centipede.
0: So this is 1983. So there's we, we certainly Tim Kask is not to blame.
1: Right. Okay. Unfortunately, there's not a hudge centipede.
0: I'm confused. Where, what do we do? So basically, what's happened is they had they did all the giant monsters, right. and so like, well, what do we do now? Right.
1: We'll make them huge. Well, yeah, right? They saw the fiend folie and said, well, we don't want we don't want guys in sunglasses and and these type of things. So. <laughs> right. We're just going okay. to make huge and mega ones. So, Oh, yeah. There's a megalo. The megalo centipede. Yeah. That one has. But this is just this one's just huge. So, against it.
0: Oh, the, wait. These are going the other direction. Right. Huge is smaller than. Giant. Giant.
1: Correct. Oh, okay.
0: Yep. Oh, plus four save on. Okay. So, the huge centipedes are simply smaller versions of giant centipedes. They conform in most respects to their larger counterparts, including having a weak poison, which allows a plus four on saves versus its effects. However, due to their smaller size, fair to save versus poison results in the victim taking four to 16 points of damage. Rather than death, Huge centipedes make saving throws at minus two. Oh, this, this guy's in trouble, don't you think, against the giant guard?
1: Well, yeah, and it almost feels like this centipede is a response to the players consistently being unhappy. Because, you know, if you're a level one, a centipede you're going to run into. In a, it's almost in every module. And pretty much you're dead if you get hit by one. Because you're going to fail that save. And you know you have, at, at best, a 50-50 chance if, if, uh, if you get hit. So this is kind of a reaction to, okay, you can still do the centipede, but it's it may not kill you straight out because the other one uh, is you know save or die, which people hate save or die.
0: Yeah, and these are uh, he's uh, he's gonna be eaten up by this giant gar. Right. He's AC nine. He has one hit point. Yes. And and the fact that it isn't it isn't save or die on the poison, really doesn't even give him a puncher's chance. Right. We've had we've had other ones with poison that had a shot, because it was save or die. But here, so basically this giant centipede has fallen in the water. Right,
1: exactly. And he's all? He's all flapping around. Right. It's it's ju- it's the jumbo <laughs> shrimp, too, because a huge centipede is still a half an inch, half a foot long, so it's. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, okay, so that is, oh, this is perfect for the giant car. Right, it's that big for the, I have my ruler just to show, it's like this, it's like this long, there you go. Wait a second, hold on, is it possible this giant centipede, I'm sorry, this huge centipede right. is bait. Uh, oh, Hudge, he's a, oh, I like that. He's so, so he's on the end of a fishing Right. Line. He's on the right. end of a fishing hook. Exactly. So then, so then if the gar, so can we try to reel in this gar?
1: Uh, we'd have to see who's fishing. That's true. How, King Arthur? how, how, how do we do that? How do we figure <laughs> out who the fisherman is? It does say cavefish fisher next to it, but I don't think that's big enough to uh, defeat a giant gar.
0: I wouldn't even know how to do fishing rules. Uh, are there fishing rules? I don't think there are fishing rules. Ah, uh, well, there you go. All right, well, I, see, I think this is going nowhere fast. So, uh, but okay, they're
1: but, saying roll again. Uh, no, the dice. What's wrong with I them? I, they're they're disappointed. Like, but uh let's let's see what happens here. and then back go okay, ahead. back in the day when I was playing,
0: if you rolled up a huge centipede, we were happy with it. We didn't complain. Well, we didn't
1: roll up a huge centipede. We rolled up a, he- a hedge true. centipede. That's
0: true. All right, I got, okay, is there any uh, chance does the huge centipede have any chance? Uh, no. okay. So the huge centipede has fallen in the water, right? Well, that's not good alone. I mean, I don't know. That that's bad news right there. Okay, so he's in the water. So you're going to roll distance, right?
1: So I got that. Uh, what is he? Eighty what, yards away, because I'm assuming they're in an underground stream, or lake. well, they're in the abyss. Oh, that's right. They're in the what is that? What do we call it? The forgotten, land? forgotten land. That's
0: right. Okay, so they're they're in a lake in the abyss. What was the distance? Sixty yard. Well, inside sixty feet. Then they're in he's in a. Well, you know this. Okay, this guy, he could surprise. We're going to do surprise, because he could surprise. The guard could be going right. by and not see I, the little centipede. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. I, I, I okay. agree with that. So here's my surprise okay. roll. Ooh, I rolled a one.
0: Wait, who are you? I never remember. Do you play the new monster or the old I monster? I play the old
1: monster. I think that's right. I rolled a four. Okay, so he's, he's surprised. He rolled a one. All right, I am attacking. So, yes. So what happened was he's on the line, and the guard just hit him, and he struck. So go ahead.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. He, he, he's kind of surprised. All right, here's my roll. You have one hit point. Oh, hang on. It's caught. I know I do. Hey, listen. That's how many my first-level illusionist had back in, like, 81 or 2 or whatever.
1: A four. Did I hit? <laughs> well, the guard's armor class is AC3. So, I'm going to go with no. You did. You okay. Did. But uh-huh. now it's initiative. Perhaps Vaprak. Uh, I rolled a one.
0: I rolled a one. I, I, I want to pray to the centipede deity. Already? Okay. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Well, I, we both rolled a one. Yeah. Well, should I roll? Yeah, go ahead. Well, roll well, your, yes. Shouldn't you, shouldn't you pray before yes. you're eaten? I, I agree with that. Okay. All right. So, you thought I didn't have a chance, but... I will have a chance if my prayers are heard. Okay, and it is an Easter special. Right, so that's right. Does that mean? Does that mean I get? So I'm already working the DM. Do I get extra points because it's it's a well? It's technically, a it's religious s- it's holiday. Saturday
1: right now uh, here. It's not quite Sunday. Well, maybe Sunday in the uh, but. It, but it starts. It starts. At, right. Doesn't yes, it start it on yesterday? Lent that's right. And all that. Okay, I'll, I'll and, give you uh, that. So, how much bonus do you think you should get for this? Plus sixty percent. No, I don't think so. I think that's a little a little su- extreme.
0: Let's just roll and see where it is. I'll, right, I'll, I'll, I'll give refer-
1: you. I'll double the chance, which I think is so. It's twenty percent chance now. That's very generous. Yes. Eighteen. Gosh, I can't believe this. I cannot yes.
0: believe. I cannot it's believe. An, I, it's an Easter miracle. Uh, it's an Easter miracle. Uh, Who is now? Now the question uh, is: Now I'm
1: awake. Now I'm: now I'm <laughs> Oh, talking. the rest of you were just sleepwalking what? through this. Great. Awesome. I really, I really okay, was.
0: Yeah. You um, don't realize so,
1: what I see five minutes before this show starts. That's what, that's what you all should know. Okay, so now we have to figure out who the centipede deity is. Let's. Oh,
0: yes. Who is the centipede deity? See, Carlos Lysing's. right? Not online, because Santa Carlos, he knows that deities and demigods quite well.:
1: Deity of centipedes. Well. Anyone have any idea cuz now we're literally going to be flipping uh, cuz h- how do you even how do you even adjudicate that We need something crawly.
0: Well, something with a lot of legs. Oh, what is a lot a, of legs?
1: That's a great idea. I like that. What? No, I like that uh, idea with the idea of oh, multiple my? legs. Now we're on the we're
0: on the hunt. Not the wild
1: hunt, but, you know, something with bugs. A lot of legs. Oh, yeah, like a bug god. Yeah, god of bug. Well, there's a spider god. That doesn't really count.
0: Oh, there's a lot of legs, though.
1: Yeah. That
0: may be the closest,
1: right? From the Nuon Uh... Mythos. I'm trying to look to see if someone else had come up with something. Loth? Uh, I don't know. Does Loth have... uh... Uh, spiders. I, mean, I know she does spiders. Obviously. Oh. Go ahead.
0: Is this an insect? It is. Is a centipede an insect? There's a god of insects in the Egyptian mythos on page 45. Oh, okay. There you go. Apshay is god of insects. Apshay is a great praying mantis, able to shape change at will and call an insect plague on person, town, or country. Oh, I like that. He can control any, any type of insect of a non-divine nature. Right. His bite does six to 60 points of damage and he never misses his prey. Oh, it is on. Yeah, but wait a second, right, oh wait, wait, wait You, wait you a don't second. know if
1: he's getting that. He, you don't know if That's right, Apshai you gotta coming. roll for it. Right. right,
0: exactly. I'm sorry, that's right. I always get too excited about that. So Apshai has just heard.
1: Uh, the call um, of the centipede. Right, the call of the centipede. Who has no intelligence, I'm pretty sure, but okay. He said. Wait, so now can I, now
0: can I roll to see if actually actually yes, appears? Yes, well, right? of course. So well, it's one percent per level, and I have one hit point. Have, so do I have to first roll a one, then roll like a no, twenty? No, I'm going to give you. am going to give you
1: double that, so you have a two percent chance. All
0: right, here it goes. And if
1: you roll it, I'm leaving. Ninety-seven. Okay, good, I feel my, totally not her. Totally not her. So now we have to figure out what kind of bug. Or insect. Are you, oh. are, you, are you are you gonna sit Well shouldn't it be Megalo? Oh the big one? Yeah that
0: makes sense. Well, I don't yeah, know. That, it doesn't have to no, be. I like that. Well, I mean I would you like that? Well So the megalo is very rare. Right. But at least has po- oh, it's not that good. <laughs> megalo centipedes are colossal cousins of giant centipedes. These creatures have a virulent toxin, which requires saving throws to be made at the normal chances. When the save is successful, the poison burns the skin rather than being injected into the bloodstream, and the victim merely takes one to eight points of damage. Megalocentipedes gain normal saving throws themselves. I'm certainly willing to be talked into. Is there any sort of aquatic insect-like thing? Wait, isn't there like a water? Well, oh no, a a spider's not an insect. No. I was going to say a water spider, but those are not insects. I agree. I don't really think there's any insects. Are there any insects? Yeah, you know, that would be a great chart to make up. The insect random encounter. Oh. No, you know what I want? Right. Is a uh are wasps, insects, and yellow jackets and stuff like that? I believe so. But they're Oh, they're nasty. Aren't they? Some of those are but nasty. How are they
1: gonna get to the gar he's in the water?
0: Ah, but he's on the Yes, but he's jumped, He's right at the surface, isn't
1: oh, he? Oh, I see what you're saying, that he jumped up and tried to get the centipede who was floating, it was, he wasn't, he, wasn't yes. he was floating on the water. Oh, okay.
0: Exactly. Okay. Right, we've got a giant what. Because don't you think something would be sent that could be, you know, useful? Don't you think it has to be?
1: Well, a, a megalo one is pretty good, but okay, if you say so, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue with it. Well, you. wait, but
0: isn't the megalo just floating in the water?
1: Yeah, well, the the huge the huge one was floating in the water. Now the, what would a deity send in this? That's the question.
0: I think a deity would send something that is flying because, oh, okay. You know, th- 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 this how's the centipede going to fight in the water? Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, how about
1: a dragonfly?
0: Those are pretty nasty too, aren't they? Do they have? Uh, do they have poison?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, Dragonfly is pretty powerful in Monster Manual 2, page 59.
0: Wasn't there also a uh, Yellow Jacket somewhere or something like that? There's all of those. There's Wasp and there's. I want Poison.
1: Uh, I don't know if it has maybe, Poison.
0: Maybe we should list them out and we should then roll. Okay. So we got a giant Dragonfly. You're going to have to pick
1: something. DM Fiat. I want, I want Wasp. It's poison, right? I want wasps. Either that or a giant fly. See, if we're staying with the giant. I'm looking for something well, that's poison. So you want a wasp? Okay, fine, I'll give you a wasp. Awesome.
0: Yeah, because that's my only Ooh, chance. I mean, there's too many, right? There's too many hits out of the wasps. Yeah, ankeg's a big bug. <laughs> yeah, but I think the ankeg will do well in the water.
1: Oh, now you're being specific, okay. All right, wasp. I'll go with that, because. Awesome. All right. Well, you like giant wasps, so there you go. All right, so okay. now it's initiative. All right. Wait, don't you get an attack? Uh, oh, on who? We, we both rolled a one. Oh, on yeah, initiative. simultaneous. Okay, yes. I could use mine for prayer. I, I rolled a one to hit the centipede, so I missed. Really? Yes. Wow. Literally rolled a one. This is this is why random encounters. I'm uh, I'm seriously thinking about scratching it. But go ahead. All right, let's do it. So now it's initiative. Now there's a centipede and a wasp, because you did yep. divine intervention, the gar missed, and now magically appearing as a wasp. Yes. And if Three. You, and if you like this great DMing, feel free to join our patronage, because this is compelling stuff. So, okay. So, uh, initiative, correct? You ready? Yes. I, yep, I rolled a three. Oh, three, simultaneous. There we go. All right, let's do it. All right, well, let's see. One to three, he's going to go after the wasp jump out of the water. Or four to six, he's going to go after the centipede. Oh, he's going to try to go after the wasp. So he's going to go after the wasp, and you're going to go after him. Right? So the centipede can attack again. Go ahead, since he's not being attacked. Centipede rolls a 10. 10. You miss with your one hit point power. Okay. Because he's AC3. Uh uh, he's going to try to attack... The guard's going to try to attack the Wasp. The Wasp is going to try to attack the guard simultaneously. You get okay. you get two attacks, though, so you can go first.
0: Okay. Thank you. Oh, I
1: rolled a 7. So 7, AC 3. Uh, you probably missed. You hit dice 4. I don't think you hit. But you never I know. Dice four. Let's look that up. AC 4... Three, you need a twelve. Please remember that. Okay, twelve. All right. So uh, now he 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 went. Oh no, he's going after the uh, wasp. Ooh, I rolled a twenty. Very exciting. Oh. But get your second attack in. I've
0: got a cat in this. This is not good. I've got a cat in my dice box here. You can't play with the dice, Grizzly. Oh, Grizzly. Cat pictures.
1: Thank you. Three, four, eight. Your uh, the wasp takes nine hit points. Oh my! Hang on, I'm rolling my. Oh, it's a one I rolled.
0: Oh, another one. That's two. Oh, another one. A three. Oh.
1: And a three. That's six hit points. It's over. It's over. He snatched him. Apside did not send a very good wasp. He it was a low quality wasp. Oh no. So I'm, oh. so I'm sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, you're uh, you got sna- snatched out of the air <laughs> like that, uh, like one of the like in the Star Wars scene where they escape the giant worm thing. He just except this time he snags him. Oh no. Uh, they would. Okay. Li- they would like the cat to roll, by the way. Oh. Okay. The Hang on. Is Is that is that right. the one? So what
0: do we, what do we need? We need a. Uh, well, that's
1: initiative. initiative.
0: Okay. Here you go. Hang on. No, I don't think it's gonna. Now it's typical cat fashion. Not interested he, when you want it to. He.
1: It's a he, Two. I assume,
0: right? Yes, grizzly.
1: too. Grizzly cares as much as. 99.99999% of the population about this show, don't care. Two, simultaneous, all right, go ahead, Centipede. All right, you're
0: going down, Giant Gar, 14.
1: That's a hit, right? I believe so, didn't we say 14 is what we yes. needed? Oh, no, down, no, no that was for the wasp, that's not for him. Oh, that's true. He's an AC four. oh yeah, you didn't hit, you didn't, you're not even close. <laughs> Just to eat me. He, he did, he finally did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So wow, this actually turned out really well for the giant. The giant Gar, he's like, more divine intervention, please. That's right.
1: Yeah, give me that. Give me that divine intervention. I, would he know it's divine intervention? That's the question. He doesn't care. So, um, yeah. So the Gar is still here. So now he could be Gar, Gar Glitter Gold. What's the other uh, other things for Gar? if google Hi. dialer well it is a google number so if you call the if the grog, the grog line is a google number uh, so if you call let's see uh, the people are asking um, if they wanted to call the grog line Are uh, gar brooks that's another one all right gar glitter gold Okay. Any other ones? You guys can put them on the thing, and I'll put them on Twitter. Um, I wonder if the Google Dial will work with the Grognon. I don't know, but uh, if you are so inclined, you can actually call in. That's why we put it up there. I have my phone right here. I would just need to. I do need at some point. You know, I one my computer fell apart. I was able. I used to be able to plug this directly in. I got to figure out how to do that. Well, the other things we use your phone because your phone is older. Um, I could plug it in, so I don't have to do this whole holding the speakerphone kind of thing. You know, the half baked that we do. All right, ready for spell selection. So Vic, uh, the scourge had a request because I guess they're in the, they're the, they are under the impression that uh, the book that shall not be named conversation they did well with, and that they would like now the spell selection to include the spells from the book that shall not be named they lost didn't they? i i yeah, we rolled the dice and they lost but the dice don't lie i agree i i have no interest in it but i did want to defer since since apparently i'm not the judge we're not co-equals of the empire you're the judge in this uh that may be your uh of expertise so I, I figured i'd petition that for you
0: well the dice don't lie so I think what we need to do is we need to assign a percentage chance that we will agree to this. But I don't think it should be a very high. I think it's basically, it should be divine intervention.
1: Right, it should be like a 1% chance.
0: Oh, that, like the deity actually appears, right. not just health. Right. Oh, okay, all right. So, um, well, obviously you or I have to roll this. We certainly can't trust Vic right.
1: uh, to roll this. Right. He's uh, biased. Right.
0: So uh, are you going to roll it? I'll roll it.
1: Ninety-two. So we don't have to worry
0: about that for this. And I was, this is what I was thinking. You know, we haven't talked about when we will end the podcast. I don't mean today. <laughs> I mean just
1: you better call. I mean, you better call uh, the people who we scheduled. We're, we're done. Which right? Which we're, and we're also going to have uh, Jason Elliott, the guy who owns now TSR and and wrote the new mm. Top Secret. So he's going to come on as well. So I guess. Oh, that I wonder out. if he has
0: any employees. Because if not, he should hire one of us. And then just like Tim Cask, we can say we were the first TSR
1: employee. That would be awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Even if he, even, <laughs> I'd even pay just to uh, be the first one.
0: That would be great.
1: Uh, so uh,
0: yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta work with this guy. There's a lot of possibilities. So yes, I Jason that- Elliot.
1: Did I say it right? Yeah, Elliot. Did I? Say- yeah, that's right. Save or die podcast. Exactly. Yeah, he Oh, he's from. Oh, he's from the Save or Die podcast. Yes.
0: Okay. So I think that uh, we should roll at the end of each episode, and when we roll a one on percentile, we're done. Okay. Just like the podcast, we're like. We retire. Does that sound like a good idea?
1: Well, it's uh, that means we probably within a hundred episodes will be done. But you'll be done right. anyway. You only have two years left to live, so that's well. That's all right. That's probably works out the same way. So the the, the discussion then is: Are you going to die first, or is the podcast going to end? Right. That'd be a lot of fun. See, that'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. What would we do. That's
0: what we call it. We'd, we'd have some name associated. Save with Save or my die.
1: Day. Literally, save or die.
0: Save or die. Yeah. All right. Let's okay. It's spell selection. Right. So, uh, roll are you going to roll to see if it's a magic user? I'll, I'll do that. I'll roll it. A cleric. Okay. I can roll that.
1: Uh, it's a magic user spell. Sorry. Okay.
0: Now we know that illusionist percentage is very low.
1: Ten is it? Yeah. It's a, It's it's a magic user. Okay.
0: All right. So now you know you've got nine levels. So you want to roll a d10? I can do that. Four. All right, fourth level. So the twenty-four spells.
1: Twenty-four.
0: You are twenty-four.
1: You are correct, sir. Twenty-four. Number four. What's number four? Dimension door. Did we do dimension
0: door? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know anything about dimension door. It oh. sounds like. Oh, i then you,
1: then you. Well, you don't remember what we did last week, but okay. That's right. <laughs> uh, I I don't think we've done dimension door. No, I don't think so either. So okay, I'm good with that. All right, so Dimension Door is a fourth-level magic user spell, and it is located on the very exciting page 76 of the player's handbook. Okay.
0: So by means of a Dimension Door spell, the magic user instantly transfers himself or herself up to three inches distance per level of experience of the spellcaster. This special form of uh, teleportation allows for no error, and the magic user always arrives at exactly the spot desired, whether by simply visualizing the area within spell transfer distance, of course, or by stating directions such as 30 inches straight downwards or upwards to the northwest 45 degree angle, 42 inches. If the magic user arrives in a place which is already occupied by a solid body, he or she remains in the astral plane, until located by some helpful creature willing to cast and dispel magic upon the person, where he or she is stunned and cannot successfully perform any spell casting. So basically, you should be hanging out you know, in the astral plane. You can make some money just like traveling around The right. dispel magic. You're, you're okay.
1: the triple A. You're the road ranger. The astral <laughs> road ranger. That's right. That's right. But the so problem this- is this, this. What I love about this spell is well, and, and we may have to press this. I assume everyone who's listening knows, uh, but I don't know the future teleports. But in f- first edition teleport, um, there is a chance, depending on how familiar you are where you're teleporting, that you could be teleported above where you wanted to go or below where you wanted to go, and below means death, instant death. High may not be may may not be death. So this one says uh, you can teleport, and but it's no error, a.k.a. you won't die immediately. But I love the alternative, which is still, oh, by the way, if you do go into something solid, you'll now be in the astral plane, uh, helpless for eternity, unless someone comes by and helps you.
0: So, so there were adventures, I guess, i like saying say in Gary's party, where a guy would show up each time and be like, okay, Gary, I'm in the astral plane. Does anyone come by? Gary rolls some dice, like... Nope, no. and he didn't. Player just leaves. That's
1: right. Okay, I'll see. I'll see you next see. week. Thanks. That was that was fun, Gary. Thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I I mean, it seems so. How do you do that? Where he or she remains in the astral plane until located by some helpful creature. So I guess you do random encounters. Uh, yeah, and my sense is,
0: yeah, and 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 what are the odds that something's going to come along that is number one helpful? Right. Number two, has a dispel magic spell in their back pocket. it seems much more likely you'd just simply be eaten by the astral planes version of a giant guard. Yeah.
1: Well, and if we look at the astral, well, if we go back to um, random encounters in the players hand- in the DMG, right? which is what I would if I was a DM and this happened because someone insisted on doing it, I'd be like, okay, I'd have to figure out the astral encounters. So, I mean the good news is you have some ones that could help. A chromatic dragon would not help you. Platinum dragon would help you. It's uh a Titan possibly could help you. Shidu could help you. But most Kirin could help you. Everything else or human. Everything else is gonna kill you. Okay,
0: all right. I'm seeing a new
1: segment and I'm liking it. All right, uh, I'm rolling percentile segment. dice. Go ahead.
0: Here we go. I'm rolling percent. I'm in the astral plane. You
1: cast the dimension door inappropriately. You, you do.
0: Well, I, I, guess, I guess you say something, I want to go 30 feet up, and then you don't realize what's up, right? right? You're just trying to get out of there. Right, right. And so, you, okay, so I, I go into a, a, a wall. All right, so the good news is I'm in the astral plane. Yep. I've rolled a 79.
1: 79. So, uh, unfortunately for you, uh, roll D6. Okay. Six. So you, you uh, three Rakshasas find you. Is that good? Uh, typically, Rakshasas is not good. They are the tiger polymorphing creature sorcerers who eat human flesh.
0: Oh, uh, one of those, yeah, another
1: monster that loves human flesh? Yes, I'm pretty sure that's like first thing it says about them. They love human flesh. Uh, so that's on page 81. Uh, they are first known in India. These evil spirits, encased in flesh, are spreading. They are fond of the diet of human meat and are masters of illusion. So of there you go. How is that? Okay. So they would find you, and uh, that would not be helpful. Okay.
0: So yeah. So that that's that's not good. No. That, uh, you're, you're you're not going to last long. No. Now it's said. Go ahead. If distances if distances are stated, and the spellcaster arise with no support below his or her feet i.e. in midair, falling and damage will result unless further magical means are employed. All that the magic user wears or carries, subject to a maximum weight equal to 5,000 gold pieces of non-living matter, or half that amount of living matter, is transferred with the spell caster. Recovery from use of a dimension door spell requires seven segments. So, okay, so, so James, when would you use this? Why, why, why is this a good spell? Well, the, to take in advance, in particular.
1: Well, in advance. The, the main reason is uh, I think when those four wor- five words are said by the party or at least some of them, Marines, we are leaving. That's what you'd use it for. Or you you know in traditional D D, the magic users stay in the back. And uh, oh, I like that. Hold on, the the chamberlain said a party of adventurers are trapped in the astral plane as they fell into dimension doors and can't get out. That's a, that's the start of a new adventure. You could start that. That would be great.
0: I'll- that's our segment.
1: But so you would if typically the fighters are in the front, right? The clerics are kind of in the back, thieves are sneaking around. All of a sudden there's a monster that the magic user can't deal with. He says, peace out. I'm gonna dimension door. And in this case, you have to be seventh level minimum to cast this. So you're gonna get away, 210 feet away from the whatever's attacking you.
0: Oh, that is good. Or if you were trapped. If you could get out right. if you're trapped. Somewhere. you're trapped couldn't, somewhere, you no, could figure out how to get out. Like,
1: uh, yeah. and again, two mahars. If it didn't have all those uh, what, things that wouldn't let you get out, you could do that. You know, you could say, "I'm in a dungeon. I'm stuck, but I know I'm only on the second level. I'm going to just say, 210 feet up, and hope that I, I get outside."
0: Or, or if you were on a bad date, right? And you go to the back. You go to the bathroom. That's ghosting. You just dem- yeah. Yeah, you just Dimension Door out. Exactly. You just turn around, (laughs) look over there,
1: because it's one segment.
0: (laughs) You didn't didn't look like a gnome on your picture.
1: But, well that's what they were asking you, is Dan, aren't you a gnome? So, uh, but that's, so there's, would I keep a Dimension Door? That is a good question. To me, this is a scroll spell. Wait, what does that mean, would you keep Dimension Door? Well, would I have it as one of my memorized spells? Mm, Right. Right. So because I don't look at the spell by itself. I look at it. Uh, hey, John from South Carolina. welcome. Uh, I don't look at it from a, is the spell good? I look at it in the if I have I'm a seventh level magic user, I have one fourth level spell. Is this the spell I'm gonna do? Well, is that my character? You know, like Nico's when he played, his character was always looking for the exit. So he may have that. His pl- party be like, why are you not memorizing Ice Storm or, like we talked about, Mass Morph or Minor Globe Vulnerability? Some of these other spells, they're more utilitarian than this. This has a specific thing. Uh, but, you know, again, that could be if, if, so for me, having this on a scroll makes a lot of sense.
0: I like it. I like oh, yeah. it. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a, it's a pretty nifty spell. It's, it's, it's handy in
1: a pinch. Right. I wish it was probably a third-level spell. I think it's at that power. It's a little hard uh, at fourth level, again, to justify that when there's spells. But again, some of the fourth-level spells are ridiculous, like Confusion. We talked about Confusion uh, last time when we did the Druid spells, the seventh-level Druid spell. That's a fourth-level magic user spell. Charm Monster is a fourth-level spell, which is very powerful.
0: So teleport. Teleport is a fifth level. Why is teleport better? If teleport, you can die. Why is teleport a higher? Le- there must be advantages.
1: Well, the to teleport. the, adva- the advantages you can go uh, pretty much anywhere, and you can carry more people, if if you're high okay. enough level. Right. It's there's distance is not a factor. So anywhere on the prime material plane. So it says the inter- interplane travel is not possible with teleport. And the higher oh, level you get, the more gold piece weight you can take with you.
0: Oh, and so if I want to I want to go back to Hobbiton, I can go home with teleport dimension door. I'm just going a couple blocks.
1: Yes, right. Yeah, okay. and you could take if you again if you're high enough level, you could take one or two creatures. So the party that uh um uh, Right, and so some of the comments is, yeah, if this is the only spell you got, if, if you, uh, you know, you're you with your wizard master and that's the only fourth-level spell he has, well, then that's what you're getting. And there is that seven-segment recovery time, so it's not like you're te- dimension-dooring and then doing something. The rest of the round, you're basically uh, uh, recovering. But teleport is, so in the previous game, thanks to Ed, before, after you left, he gave them a portable hole, the party. So what they would do is they would basically everyone would get in the portable hole. the uh, Nico's character, the the magic user would cast teleport, and then he, they would take him out of the portable hole, and so they wow. could travel pretty much fast travel through things. Very clever. Yes, that's why I hated that thing.
0: I know. I'd agree with that. yeah. Okay, well, that's uh, all right. So, dimension door. So, I I like that. I like that. Yep, I particularly like the astral plane. Thank you, Gary, for throwing that astral plane part in there. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: That was a nice little uh,
0: bonus. I think we consider a segment of uh, oops, I dimension doored into something solid. I dimension doored again. Oops, I dimension doored again (laughs) into into something solid, and I'm in the astral plane. But then that basically just becomes a random encounter in the Astral Plane yeah. segment.
1: And very likely you're going to
0: die. There's uh, Gorgons out there, aren't yes. there?
1: Yes. Medusa. Oh, boy. Ooh. Well, they're not okay. out there. They can see out. They can see They you. can see. So you're. No, so they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that dude. <laughs> Their breath projects into the Astral Plane. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh,
0: any, anyone, got a, uh, anyone got a dispel magic? Anyone? Anyone? Dispel magic? And, of course, at this point in time, you've already had all your your wallets been taken. Right, right. You're naked, right? You've been looted. Naked
1: and Afraid, astral edition. I like that. <laughs> that's good. That's that's next time on the Grog Talk Network. Maybe we should just make a network. We'll just have live broadcasting. Yeah.
0: Well, I do like this segment. You know, Naked and Afraid could be the astral plane segment.
1: Naked and Afraid? Okay.
0: do you like that? I like it. I don't like that. All
1: right. Another so, so all right. um. Well, actually, Nico mentioned this, and you know, you're, you're talking about ending the broadcast. He's saying, "What do you guys do every day? You should just get up every morning. Right now, we're all tr- in prison. We should just have grog, like good morning, good morning, de- grognards or something. Where we, uh, but it has to be a one-hour show. It can't be seventeen hours no. like this. No.
0: No, because, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, well, you're working, I'm working.
1: Yeah, but. We're, we're both, we are, we are both
0: fortunate that, that we have jobs. Yes. That we can continue. Out, That's right. So.
1: But so it'd have to be like but, a, a 30 minute, you know, like good morning grognard land or whatever. So, all right. Yeah, because,
0: all right. Is it time for our, because, uh, you know, it, it, it is uh, Easter holiday. So is it time for our. Oh,
1: you're not going to do the no illusionist
0: thing? Oh, we can do, well, it's 9, 10. And the plan was to have Tim Cass on around at ten okay, yep. if that happens. Yep, yep. So should should we uh, should we move forward to? I don't know how long this melee is
1: going to right. take. No, I like it.
0: Okay, yep. and then we can always do the gnome
1: volusionist. Uh, yeah, let's if we yeah, still have time. Yeah, yeah let's do this first, just in case. Uh, just in case Tim comes on, because did he ever reply back to? You? I knew he replied, saying he was going to be on. But I know you sent him another chat, but I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, so he he asked that we send him an email a week before and a day before. He responded to the first one, and um, and I, it was just a reminder yesterday. So I do. Uh, well, what do you hold on? Well, what do you think the percentage chance is that he'll be here?
1: Forty-five uh, percent.
0: That he'll, Whoa! I thought would be higher. Now let's see. Yeah, he's not coming. Yeah. What'd you roll? Sixty-one. Sixty-one. I would. I've, the dice, the dice don't yeah.
1: lie. Uh, well, maybe we'll, be, maybe we'll be wrong. I should be a little more. I'm, I'm looking on Skype because, uh, and, and make sure you have your email near you just in case, because he, oh. he may email you. Good point. Good point. All right. I'll, I'll get that up. So All right. So this. is it time? Yes, it's time for this. The Easter special. Nothing says the hope of the season like uh, an homage to the bunny. Comprehensive. Oh.
0: Yes, and I think this should be a segment of Incomprehensible Death, the e- yes. Easter special edition right. of Incomprehensible. Because nothing, nothing says Easter weekend like an Incomprehensible Death this segment.
1: This Incomprehensible Death, absolutely.
0: But I don't know who's, I don't know whose death it's going to be. So, so, Danelle in the Dungeoneer Magazine back in the late seventies did an entry for Vorpal Bunnies, right? And so we've got the stats. So uh, you're going to be running not- the
1: Vorpal Bunnies.
0: Yep, uh, Rural Bunnies against the eight knights. And, James, you've told me that since it's number appearing one to four, I can roll for number appearing, right. correct?
1: Yes, okay. I will allow that, even though in the scene there's just one bunny, but that's okay. Correct, but, you know,
0: they come upon it, so they rolled a one.
1: Okay. They may not, right? To. They were lucky. That's right. Okay,
0: yep. here's the roll. It's a one.
1: <laughs> there you go. The dice don't lie. The dice don't lie. What why did I even bring it up? I knew it was going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, why are you complaining uh, about you're
0: it? You're exactly right. Now, now, okay, so let's talk can we talk real quickly about the Vorpal bunny here cuz it's it's AC 0. I think it should be lower, but uh, you know, the entry is the entry. Mm-hmm. Hit dice 3. Mm-hmm. Damage is 1 to 6, but works as a Vorpal blade. Okay. It's a, it's a plus two to hit. Now, a Vorpal Blade, I believe, in one E is plus three, but I'm not going to quibble with that. that is, right? It
1: is plus three.
0: See, this is based upon Greyhawk, because this was for OD&D. Well, So shall we go with plus
1: two, or shall we go with plus three? No, it should, I opinion it should be converted to the Vorpal Weapon. Oh, okay. So it's it's basically a Vorpal Sword. So that's what I'm going to. I'm going to be looking up the Vorpal Blade. Okay, so, perfect. For, so for those who are... Uh, Playing at home, the uh, Vorpal weapon is on page one hundred and sixty-six of the DMG, and basically uh, it can it will sever the neck head of the opponent if it's normal and armored. Uh, if you roll a seventeen or above, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, it will lop off the head of whoever it hits.
0: Now King Arthur has a scabbard. Mm-hmm. That if you've seen that entry, I'm not so sure that this Whirlpool Bunny can do any damage against King Arthur. It makes me very upset. Um, But I want a ruling on that, sir. It says that uh, he wields Excalibur. Right. Did he already have Excalibur? I guess, was Excalibur the one that he pulled? I'm sorry to say this. I should know this. Is Excalibur the one he pulled out of the stone? Still. Okay. Huh?
1: Still, yes. Okay. Yes.
0: So Right. Okay. So he's got Excalibur. All right. Plus five lawful good sword of sharpness that has a scabbard that prevents him from being cut by any attack. Thrusting and slashing attacks do half damage. So does this mean that he's not this bunny is not going to do any damage at least to King Arthur? That's
1: correct, which makes perfect sense. Because he didn't do anything to the, you know, back in the, the thing we're talking about.
0: Okay, and would you agree, so this... Uh, we, had a, so, we have
1: a contention. Menyon said, depends on the source. In Mallory, it's a different sword. But that's, I don't know all the oh. Arthurian... Uh, uh, tales and all the different ones. So,
0: well, we can we can work that out next year because I'm sure this is <laughs> going to become a, ho- a holiday tradition. That's right, yeah.
1: like the Super, Sorry. like the uh, Puppy Bowl, you know, where they have the exactly. puppies before the Super Bowl. This will be this thing. Right. Okay.
0: All right, because I may roll a four next time. Right. So if we're uh, so now, this says um, the, it will scare the living daylights out of any party that meets it. Now, what I've asked James for, I've already been working on him, is what I've asked for is a uh, King, King Arthur is the one who called off the attack if I recall correctly yes. in the movie right he, he does the runaway right. right So what I've asked for is for each head severing right that King Arthur just King Arthur because I guess the others I'm willing right. to say would follow his command Correct. has to make a save versus fear not scare because it's a runaway which is is fear right. not scare right should have to make a save versus fear or a runaway, and the whole party flees. It, 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 does that sound okay yes, to you? Yes. I James?
1: I think if one of the knights is taken out by of and and the way it should be one of the knights is going to go up first and encounter yes. the bunny.
0: No metagaming here. Don't uh,
1: James, you you can you must enforce no metagaming right. here. This is they they and they must their their quest is to talk to the bunny. One of them is going to go up there. There's going to be at least one round of combat with just one of them. Oh, can I?
0: Oh, can I? I would. I would now like to ask Mm -hmm. for a one in four chance of surprise for
1: the bunny. Yes, right. They're just talking to the bunny, and then so I get a one in four, a roll of one in four surprise. I agree with that. Thank you. Yes. So, and if it is lopped off, uh, then they, then King Arthur has to make a save. And if he fails to save, he will, he will be scared. And, and I would like that for each head lopped off. Right, and, and all subsequent heads, correct. Thank
0: you. Perfect. Right. Yeah, All right, yep. I just want at least one head. Because these, these monsters, I mean, these, these, these guys are really good. I mean, I, you know. Right, okay. They're godlike. Yes.
1: So those who are in the chat, which uh, Brave Knight are you wanting to play? First come, first serve. So just put in, we, we told you who we have. Brave Sir Robin, Bors, Gwane, Ector, Galahad, Lancelot, Belvere, and of course King Arthur.
0: And and a note, James, that we have some variable AC for the average knight and the knights of So I don't know how you want to play that if you want to just do the 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 middle range. It's the knights of quality are AC three to negative two. two. One,
1: zero, one. They can roll a D6 if they do, if if, if that comes up.
0: Got it, and it's the same for the Knights of Renown. And I assume the, the weapon is by weapon type. I don't know, we're usually are yeah. usually going to be using, what, a longsword? That's right.
1: Okay. So uh, someone wants to be Tim the Enchanter, so there you go. But he's not,
0: okay, but Tim the Enchanter is not getting involved, that's, is that's it? Right. he? That's right. La- he's laughing, isn't exactly. he? Exactly.
1: No, I agree. Okay, okay. I agree he's not part... It, it is... So, well...
0: Oh, look at this. Knight, knights always have a high-quality heavy war. A a bastard sword, a two-handed sword or a morning star. So that's the choice. Bastard sword, two-handed sword, or a morning star for battle. Okay. So those are the three choices.
1: Excellent. Well, uh I'm still waiting for folks. Everyone wants to be anyone but them. Apparently they're <laughs> Yeah. You know, they they want to be Tim the Enchanter. They want to be the Invisible Knight. Uh <laughs> They want to be... Sir- <laughs> the, the clerics, The clerics, right, with the holy hand grenade. Right. They want to be Sir Garlon, the invisible the knight. The knights who say
0: knee. That's right. We really walked into this, didn't we? Yes. Well, I, I should have seen this
1: coming. Well, we'll we're, I'm going to roll a D8. Uh, I'm going to actually roll a D6, right? There's set, eight knights. I'm going to roll a D7 minus one, and this is the knight that's going to move forward and talk to the bunny. Okay. Because I'm not messing around. Seven, eight. Oh, okay. So uh, David Thompson will be Galahad. Okay, great. So he's Galahad. Uh, Shannon Ferguson is King Arthur. So he see. So
0: so David Thompson is the bastard son.
1: He is the bastard son. That's right. Uh, I'm just reading. Just reading what Jim Ward wrote. Uh, he wants to be the. He cannot be the Green Knight. No. <laughs> Manuel Bicorne. Get- okay. All right, so we have three people. So I'm still going to roll which which character. Who
0: you are ordering, or who you yeah. are ordering? Is anyone Arthur? Are you going to be? A, you could be Arthur. Shannon's
1: King Arthur. King Arthur. Who, which Which of the knights are you sending up to speak to oh. the bunny? That's what we need to know.
0: Oh, that's true. That's right. Because now the game is started. It's your right. James. DM. What do DM'd. you want to do? That's right. What do you want to do, Arthur?
1: Well, we. The only thing that's required is one of them has to go up. Uh, so. You will have to uh, so I, uh, I will defer the angry monk as, as King Arthur. which of oh Sir Galahad? okay so Sir Galahad David Thompson is now moving up to speak to the bunny. So now all right I've, so uh, <laughs> now, they're, now they're hold on, they're debating on. <laughs> they're debating because he's like, well, I don't want to go, but
0: uh, so, the, so, so the movie is the actual mo- the movie is basically kind of right a, a, a movie scene is breaking out now. Right, yes. The butt. No, these guys are so dead.
1: Yeah, so now, uh, oh, he's ready. So, uh, David They're Thompson. They're losing their heads. David Thompson, roll D, well, if you. Wait, I get a surprise. He's got to roll D6 on surprise. Oh, I
0: thought, oh that's, oh, oh, that's right. He rolls to see if he has surprise. You're right, correct.
1: My, my apologies. You're right, DM. This is, this is first edition Dungeons & Dragons. So, all right, David Thompson, roll a D6, please. Come on, four. Come on, four. That's with four attacks.
0: <laughs> Come on. He rolled a three. Yes, that's right. That's three attacks, as you know. That's that's right. So there you I go. Get th- All right, it's three attacks. James, what do I need? So I get what? a plus
1: three. Right. Well, it doesn't really matter if we plus three. You have to roll a seventeen or above.
0: I thought I get it. I don't. I don't get it modified. It's just a straight up seventeen or above.
1: If you roll a well, if you roll a if you roll a twenty to twenty three modified score, that's when you cut I his see. head off.
0: Thank you. All right, so I get three attacks, right? And I want a seventeen. Yes. Roll number one. An eight.
1: That's a miss. What's this hit dice anyway? Because you, st- do you don't you do normal damage potentially?
0: Uh, yes, hit dice is three. Damage is one to six.
1: One to six. But if you hit, if you do a Vorpal thing, then you actually. Yes. Is the evil? Is the bunny evil?
0: There is no alignment. Wow. Listed. I'm going to think that it's it's just neutral. What do you think? I'm going to lobby for neutral. Okay. So well, an if, it,
1: if it do- Actually, if it doesn't have an alignment, then it's neutral. If it's an animal. Well,
0: there's no alignments on any of these. Do you have alignments like that? No D and I know you had chaotic well, they had,
1: and they had neutral. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. No alignment is indicated. Okay. So All right. uh, what hit dice you are? Three hit dice. Three hit dice. You need a twenty. <laughs> now you're very lucky because if he was negative five armor. He would be on the second thing of twenty, and then you only could hit with the twenty. So, okay. But you, you, seventeen or above is what you need. Okay. Oh yeah, he's wow. He's an AC minus
0: four. My goodness, look at those stats. Yeah. And I. All right, here we go.
1: Fifteen. Oh, that's a miss. That's too bad.
0: Oh. Eighteen. Eighteen. You just killed number three. You
1: killed Sir Galahad. Yes, I beheaded him. Oh, this is horrible. So we we. The rest of the King Arthur, King Arthur and, the, and the, the Knights of the Round Table are watching Sir Galahad move up to speak to, and the, this bunny leaps from the ground and lops off the head. This is terrible.
0: King Arthur has to do a save. Now, I assume if, if, if he, he fails his save, then they get to try the holy hand grenade business. Right. But, but now King Arthur has to do a save yes. versus fear.
1: Yes. That we... so, so King Arthur, you need to roll a d20 versus fear. If he fails, does he soil his pants? Uh, I'll, I'll make him do a save on that. <laughs> so, King Arthur, you need to make a save. He has, uh, King Arthur will roll a d20 now. Let's see what. See, he, they may even have dice next to them. We really should have prepared them better. Though we did tell him they were going to be 15, he saves. Okay. So now the combat right. continues. Right.
0: All right, so we're declaring, so now you're, running. So you're declaring, it's time to yeah, declare? So right, well, you're the DM, so I'll leave That's right, so David,
1: you, you uh, unfortunately, uh, Galhat is gone, but we have plenty of other knights. Um, <laughs> oh, and it was Robin who soiled his armor, by the way. I guess we could yeah. make a save on all of them who soiled their armor. Uh, so, David, now you can play one of the other knights that are not taken. Um, so just let me know which one. <laughs> yes, my, oh, dice are ready, excellent. So... Uh, Oh, wait, can
0: I, can I point something out here? Yes. Because history has just changed. Mm-hmm. Do you know who successfully completed the quest for the Holy Grail?
1: The Galahad. Exactly. Right. What happens now? Maybe he completed it beforehand. They were, le- they were on their way back. <laughs> I don't th- no, you're changing No, the Holy Grail's never found
0: now. Uh. This, th- that's what just uh, history has been changed forever. History has been changed,
1: changed inexorably. Oh, exactly. Okay, so uh, Sir Gawain is going to, uh, King Arthur uh, commands Sir Gawain to be uh, move up next. Because it would not be chivalrous if all the knights just went and attacked oh. the bunny.
0: Very interesting strategy. I think that's... That's what they do, that's usually what they do in the movies, right? Is the bad guy comes up one at a time.
1: Right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow, So, all so right. now I'm going to say Sir Gawain goes up there. Excellent, I like it.
0: I like, yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I like that strategy.
1: Yes. All right. Okay. So it's initiative. Uh,
0: declare or declare. Yes. I, I. Well, I'm attacking. Right. So whoever's coming at
1: me. So King Arthur has. Um, King Arthur has uh, said Gawain. Poor uh, poor Galahad has been slain by that evil bunny or that bunny that foul bunny. Go defeat it. So sir. So now minion, I need a, a, a d six. It's initiative. Let's see what he rolls. I have a three. Let's see what Menyon rolls. I need to know the time to determine my strength. Oh, literally the time. I'm. I apologize. I just. I just read that. Uh, from morning to noon, his he gains in strength. No. Uh, oh, that's good. So I have to roll it. Hold on. It is. Uh, it's. It's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> so. You get whatever that is. Um, he rolled a four. What did you roll, Dan? Oh, I rolled a three. All right, so Menyon, you get to attack as a 17th oh, level fighter.
0: <laughs> he gets two attacks. He also gets two attacks. Yes. Oh, and he has a plus two weapon. What yes. does he have there? Galatine. His sword. Oh, gal- Oh, this is not good. Yeah. And I roll terrible on my hit dice So you, you
1: get to roll twice, Menyon. I'm going to roll my hit dice now.
0: Ooh, that's an eight. That's a four. I have 15 hit points. That's not good.
1: Yes. Your strength is 1830 right now. I'm AC zero, though. You're AC zero? He's a 17th-level fighter. He needs a four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whatever happens, I beheaded Sir Galahad. Uh, That's a win.
1: This is... All right, so he's he's gonna roll twice, and uh, how much hit points do you have? I have fifteen. Oh. Did I say fifteen. I think I have fifteen. He rolled a ten out a ten. Well, that easily hits. So wow. roll a d eight, uh, plus uh, five damage on each of them. So you're, the bunny is 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 going to be no more at this point. Oh, but so we have rewritten history. You know, it, mm-hmm. they didn't run away. So, you so just roll a d8 and I'll add the pluses to it. That's hilarious. All right, he's. So, by the way, for people listening to the podcast, which is super compelling, uh, one of our fre- folks lives in Japan, the other one's in Australia, and uh, the Angry DM's in Canada, if I may recall. So, there is a little delay. Uh, you, uh, the bunny, the Vorpal bunny, takes 24 points of damage.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. Well, wait, hold on. I'm at negative. I'm at negative nine.
1: Uh, maybe someone
0: will bind my wounds.
1: <laughs> no, I'll no? ask the king, King Arthur. You you notice that uh, Sir Gawain, with his mighty sword Galatine, has s- struck down the beast, and it is now laying there writhing. The two gashes, uh, even though it has big pointy teeth, it's, it's gashes. Do do you? Nope, they're like, I, uh, ba- wait basically the thumbs down. I'm doing one last thing, uh-huh i'm praying I'm
0: praying to my deity. The rabbit god, really yes eighty one okay,
1: freckacy. that's what you are. <laughs> no, nope, they, they've decided no binding of wounds. The king has decreed, so uh well, very good. Uh, that was a good reenactment. I don't think we should do this every year. This would be a good uh Sir Galahad, who is predestined. To find the Holy Grail, we have now destroyed that myth. We've added we, to the tale. We need. We
0: need to find a, a Sir Galahad doll, and just <laughs> just take the head, God. and we can hang it, and we can put it back on the shelf behind uh, you. Don't you think?
1: We can. I'm, Sir Galahad. We can, I'm sure we could ask Vic Dorso to uh, print one out. Yeah,
0: a bloody head. I want some. Uh, you know, I want you know, some organs or whatever,
1: dangling. So, yes, now it's up to Percival. That's what... Uh, well, that could be, you know, there's your adventure. Maybe that's the adventure we do. Finding the Holy Grail, because now Sir Galahad's dead.
0: That's true. We could do... Uh, yeah, we, we, we could do... That that could be our hex crawl.
1: So, uh, once again, I, I think I'm going to take this as a compliment. Thanks, guys. That was completely stupid. <laughs> we need to save some of these quotes.
0: Like, you know what? My favorite from... From YouTube is you guys are idiots. That's right. Which no arguing with that. Right. How, do you, and, how do you? And now go ahead. That was stupid. We need we need
1: to do a collection of well, these quotes. It's thank you. That was stupid. That was completely stupid. Not just stupid, completely stupid. <laughs> well, we you are welcome. This is the this is what you all have come to expect. That we sit around and we text each other through the week. What we're going to come up with for this stuff. So send you. If, I got to tell
0: Go ahead. I just say you know, I was very concerned. I gotta tell you I was pretty impressed though with the vorpal bunny. so you know a vorpal blade w- which I've never had experience with is, is quite deadly, obviously.
1: Yeah I gave so, one so out. Just, go ahead. You gave one out. I gave one out at the end of the campaign because uh, yeah and it was a random roll. but I'm like sh- you know we talked about this when we gave up magic items. you know now that I'm 50 years old or plus, uh, I, I, like Jim Ward was saying, I, I would have never given out a weapon like that. I'd be worried about game balance. Now I'm like, oh, the campaign's going to be over in two or three things. Let him have it. Who cares if they lop the bad guy's head off? So again, with the Vorpal weapon, whenever a score on the to-hit dice is shown is below is made, it will sever the neck head. So the modified score is in- modified with the plus three. If you roll a 17 or above against normal or armor-sized creatures, you, if you roll a 20 to 23, so that's 17, 18, 19, 20, you lop their head off. So there's basically a 20% chance of lopping someone's head off. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is. So so the Vorpal Bunny, it's basically like going up against a creature with poison.
1: Right, well, it's worse then- than that because poison, you still get a saving throw. You have a ticket right. roll and then this is, I rolled 17. And in fact, in our campaign, I hate bringing it up because nothing more boring than listening to other people's campaign. You know, I'd given I'd, that's why I put it in an artifact. Because I'm like, put in the Wand of Orcus. Super fun tool. The bad guy had become this, like, lich creature with the Wand of Orcus. The guy who had the Vorpal Weapon, whoosh, you know, they're fighting him. He had taken out one guy. Because if you get hit with, remember we talked about the Wand of Orcus. If you get hit with it, you either die instantly or get annihilated. It doesn't say which one. So I did a random roll. Anyway, the paladin dies. The other guy shows up, Vorpal Weapon, rolls an 18. Cuts the guy's head off. And then the, the wand falls. So it's super powerful. It's ridiculous. Um, but there are some things that are prevented from decapitation.
0: So shall we, uh, and I'm going to grab my phone a second just to make sure that, that Tim Cask hasn't emailed me. Um, can we talk for a second too now? Since Horcer Galahad is dead. Yes. Uh, and since it is, uh, it is uh, the Easter weekend, can we talk briefly about uh, raised dead and resurrection spells?
1: Yes. Because, okay. Which, by the way, is mentioned in Dragon Thirty Six. Ah. So uh, uh, that's one, that'll be a teaser for next time. Uh, which is in Stage Advice. There's a number of things about resurrection. So go ahead, you can. We can talk about it.
0: Oh well, and, and okay, yeah, and so and maybe you can mention uh, what they talk about. Well, you know, if you don't want to do. I yeah, will. we can do talk about it now. Okay, so um, so. Uh, so Sir Galahad, if we wanted to try to, we could use we could raise him, but you got to do it quicker, right? So raise dead is sort of the poor man's resurrection spell.
1: Well, this is an interesting thing because what it talks about in raise dead, and I don't have it here, but for those you can go in the player's handbook, it it, it connotates that the body has to be whole. In other words, if you yes. don't have a body part, it doesn't come back. Now, what it doesn't say is. You know, anything that's missing. I'm, I'm on page 50 of the player's handbook. Note that the body of the person must be whole or otherwise missing parts will still be missing when the person is brought back to life. So let's use this example. Galahad right. is obviously dead. And... Um, but his head is there, but it's not attached to his body. So... If you sewed it back together, would that count for Ray's dead? Or would you say, nope, his... And the same thing with sort of sharpness or whatever. You lost an arm. Could you sew it back on and through the power of the spell, it would graft back on?
0: there? I don't... Yeah, so that's an interesting question. Those are those some of the questions that came up in uh, no,
1: I just, Dragon? I, Th- it did not. There was There were other things in there, but... You'd have to have the head attached beforehand. Yeah, so so the question is, if you attached it, you know, a.k.a. almost like a Frankenstein thing where you sutured it, uh, yeah, so I I would lean towards it, but uh, what's your take on that, Dan?
0: I I don't, I'm leaning against it uh, because, I mean, the sense I'm getting is that the organs, the blood vessels would need to be Connected. And you're not connecting them. You're just you're just attaching the head. I I, I don't know. I, I I would tend to say no. Uh, that's my thought. And and there's no discussion of I think either of these spells in the DMG. DMG is DMG D- reckon- is silent on it? I think so. That's my recollection. I looked it up before the show. You can double check that. Uh, I mean the good news is, I mean, Sans <laughs> other than the missing head, right. Uh, you know, the good news is that the Raise Dead spell would work here if you can get to a cleric quick enough. And I know they had a cleric there. Uh, well, they had people with the Holy Hand grenade. Yeah. So, uh, so for every day, right, you, you, whatever your level is as a cleric, you get that many days uh, of death that you can still do it. So the good news is you could, if you get them to a cleric pretty quickly, uh, he can be raised. Uh, where, now, you come back. So, like, take something like the Resurrection spell. If you've been
1: dead for, because now it's what ten years per level. Well, yes. So I, I think again, that's so. Go- just finishing with raised dead. There's, you can get into this because it talks about the body being whole. Well, you know, if creatures bit parts of it out, you know, I, I I would be a little more leaning because it's also a cool story. Now Sir Galahad has these weird like scar <laughs> around his neck. Look, what happened here. Oh yeah, I got lopped. My head got lopped off. That would be awesome. By a,
0: by a. Oh, what did you fight a dragon?
1: No, a, 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 a bunny.
0: Yeah, well, you, you should, should see. see it. Okay, it's yeah, we're not right. Exactly. <laughs> look at the bones. Sorry. Um, so at least he's not bones. Um, so if you come back, if you've been rotting for you know 50 years, so if you do a resurrection spell, do you come back looking like a zombie? I mean, is that is that what happens? Because resurrection is up to 10 years per level of the clear casting the spell. So, so, so do you look like a zombie, basically, I guess, is uh, uh, would be my concern.
1: Uh, what, whether with resurrection or raised? Yes,
0: dead? yes. No, resurrection, because you've been dead for so long. So, if you've been dead for forty years, and a resurrection spell is cast on you, I mean, don't you come back looking? Are you rejuvenated? Uh, Aesthetically, or do you come back looking look, the way you are? Well, you
1: you it's it basically implies to me, r- resurrection is like what happened in the fifth element. I don't know the fifth so element. So when the fifth element what the fifth element? You didn't watch that great epic movie, The Fifth Element? No, I never. Heard uh of right? Bruce uh, uh, right, Bruce Willis, right? The the, the one Anyway, uh, short version, this uh, special uh, special being which is supposed to protect the earth from evil forces is destroyed. And literally the only thing they find is like her hand. And they use this technology and they re-stitch her together and she's back to where she was beforehand. So uh, that's how I envision it with resurrection. Because it says, you, you you restore life and complete strength to the person he or she bestows the resurrection spell. And it can be up to de- dead ten years cumulative per level. So again, you know, again hundreds, of, a couple hundred years, and, and then uh, destruction does the opposite. So to me, they come back. You're you know, you've been sitting in, uh, you've been you've been sitting in your uh, final abode, and you've been ripped away from that and brought back. Now that is interesting because again, I know a lot of players play, or a lot of DMs will play it. That you know, once you're in this plane, really, what deity is going to, you know, if if you're a neutral, de- a neutral good deity, would they have the power through resurrection to raise a chaotic neutral character? Well,
0: wait, well, why? Who's
1: doing the raising? Not a cleric. What well, is a cleric? Is a deity? Right. So. Uh, "Why wouldn't Well, they? well, that's that's my question. So, because because you're dead, right? You, what are you lawful neutral, right? You're you, I'm lawful right, so neutral. you're dead in uh, Nirvana, if I remember correctly. You're you're hanging out in Nirvana with the Mordrons, right? The Mordrons, they're the lawful neutral guys. You're hanging out with the cube creatures, right? And okay. my deity, let's say who's lawful good, we go find a cleric of 16th level or higher and we pull you does my deity have the power to reach into nirvana oh and pull you out of nirvana and bring you down here oh oh
0: i see oh i see what you're saying yeah because i I was just sort of Reading this, oh, we should have asked Jim Ward that. I mean, I wonder if Deities and Demigods answers that question at all. That would have been a good question
1: for Jim Ward, right? That's, yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't really think about it. I mean, I've t- talked about it before.
0: It doesn't say you can't. I would say it, you can. It, and that's a pretty big limitation. You'd think that that qualification would have been identical. Well, the
1: thing they talk about, and the only reason I bring this up is because in Deities and Demigods it does talk about that deities... Uh, Hello, uh, Emperor, uh, Chamberlain of Brandywine. It does talk about deities and demigods. Oh, and by the way, Rob, I did show my picture of uh, of the. I'll show it one more time because I was so impressed with it. I showed my picture of Fred, the torchbearer. Thank you very much for doing that. So it talks about that you know deities are loath to encounter each other you know that's why they use minions to do that so that's why i mean you're you're basically stealing people from their planes and bringing them back
0: yeah that's a very that's a good question all right well maybe if, if uh we ever have uh jim ward back on we could ask him about that he would be great we should ask tim cast tim that today if, if uh on the show so okay that's a great question i i I hadn't thought about that's a pretty that'd be a pretty significant limitation you know because that's a big deal because that means that you know well usually you're not doing it for party members so for party members i assume you're using race dead because you're not waiting a long time Well, well, assuming you have a body assuming you have a body but you have a body and you drag the person out of there and you haven't just or if you've dimensioned or out of there you put them on your back right so I dimension to her out of there, I've got the party member, then that's not a problem because it takes a certain number of days, doesn't it, to get to your plane? You're traveling, right? For a while, I think, for a number of days, a couple of weeks or something like that, I believe, before you get there.
1: I think the, uh, um, that's true. I think the, the if you wanted to shape your campaign... To not have this, you know, potpourri of deities from all different pantheons that would help with that. So again, right. I would almost like look at the Greek mythos, for instance. Yeah, so like we're talking about, they're talking about Zeus could get a soul out of Hades uh, and tar- Tardis, Tartus, Tartarus. Um, but you could say that Hades may not be happy about that, and and you may have to do a quest. To appease Hades for taking one of the souls out of there, I'm just making this up. No,
0: I, I no, I agree with you completely. I, what I like about that is, is that it doesn't add a qualification that is not identified in the spell. Yeah. But what it does do is it does it it, it it adds something which is always fine, and I think that's right. I think it would, I think a rain a roll is in order to see if you've offended the de, the deity. And I assume a lot of it depends upon the level of the person you're pulling out of there, how long they because you know. It could be that you know what, as Modi's is sitting there yeah. having lunch with somebody right. at a, ca- a, cafe, yeah. exactly. in a cafe in hell, hell. right, right, and um, all of a sudden, you know, as Modius is the spot, other guy,
1: whatever it's called, the, 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 the bill comes, right.
0: and and all of a sudden this guy just blinks That's out right. of there. Uh, it's like, whoa, I'm finding out what is going on because you know what I'm thinking, of course, is the guy is skipping right. out, he's dimension doring or whatever. Yeah or transporting or teleporting out on me and stiffing me. Right. So I think it is, I think a role is in order. I, I like the way you would handle that to see if, if there's been some sort of anger.
1: Uh, supposedly the coffee's not bad at the cafe in hell, by the way. That's, uh, that's we're getting some... Well, which one? Yeah, but it's like raised Pizza.
0: There's like 50,000 <laughs> right. cafe, they're all called, I mean, and everyone says they were the original,
1: you know? Yeah, and, and um, you know, I, and... But you know, part of that too is unlike raised dead. The way I've always done raised dead is because uh, it talks about deities and demigods that the soul it takes time. I think it's thirty days from the time it dies to get to its final destination. So that's why raised dead can work because you're basically on the you know you're going through the ethereal plane, you're going to the astral plane, you haven't gotten to your uh, final destination, and and they're yanking that soul back from that. Right. Um, okay. and and you are whereas resurrection again it goes back to and then of course there's the player motivation you've ended up like a pat let, let's lose sir galahad he is now in the loving embrace of the deity in the seventh heavens why does he want to come back you know what no why would you want to do that everything is perfect there in in your mind i'd be it. really unhappy right. For you, yeah. there'd be law books and obscure modules from uh, British authors, and right, and you know, random Build-up. go delicious would be frolicking with you, right? Exactly. Just why would you <laughs> want to leave? Uh, that would be that would, be. that would be. That would be terrible. So um, uh, they explored that in the order of the stick. Oh, very good. So, um, so someone asked why. Uh, so back into. Dragon magazine, the magazine that is for this month for those, because again, it's 1980, in April of 1980, we, uh, you were, you, we would be reading voris- vor- voraciously uh, dragon number 36, correct? And, and we'll do that next time. But there were a couple of things related to Raised Dead and Resurrection. So what Gene Wells are one of our favorite commentators here because of you're never quite sure if the answer is 100% or not. Uh, question, does the spell resurrection require constitution percentage roll? If so, does the con- character lose a point of his constitution? Answer, yes to both. So, uh, however, some DMs don't make you lose the point. The only way you to, you, they only want you to keep track of how many times you have raised. And once you've raised as many times you have constitution, you're no longer to be raised, which again is a rule in there.
0: Where can I ask you, where, where's the subtraction? So, I mean, so you have to do the constitution, it so, talks about it. Okay, so there, there's a, the resurrection survival. Does that include raised dead as well? Well, that's
1: what she just said, yes.
0: Yeah, so it's yes. Oh, so, and it says it here in the book, anyways, of being successfully raised from the dead or resurrected. Yep. And then, oh, the score of the percentile dust must be equal to or less than the number shown on the table, or the character fails to be revivified and is completely and totally dead forever. Yep. Uh, where it, remember that a character can never be raised from the dead or resurrected a total number of times in excess of the character's initial constitution score. Where is the minus one two hit points? You say you lose a. I mean, you lose a con. Yeah, point?
1: you lose a con point. So where's that come from? It says here, uh, blah 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 blah. It's it's not here. It's in the next section. Hold on, let me find it. blah blah blah. Oh, going to raise dead.
0: Oh, okay. All right. It's under the raised dead spell. I got gotcha. you. I remember, that's right. We forget about that. You also have to do the. Uh... So are we going to put on? All right. So are we going to attach? Sir Galahad's head.
1: Yeah, I think we should.
0: Are they doing that? Well, where's King Art? Well, it's up to King Art. That's Arson, true. Right, Shannon. What do you? I'm the
1: bunny. Uh, are we? Are we? Are we? Now, are you going to put Galahad's head back on and then raise him? That's the. Because
0: that you've ruled as the DM that this is your game, right. James, and you've ruled as a DM that you think I that's think cool, acceptable. I, well,
1: chicks like cool scars, so I think that would be, you know, as they say back in the day, I think they would like that. And, okay, yes, we're of have to course. Out if it, so we have.
0: To, oh, that's very nice yeah. of him. That's very lawful goodish. Well, wait. Is it, wait a second, it's kind of freaky for King
1: Arthur? Isn't that kind of freaky? Why is it freaky?
0: Did you just ask me why is it freaky to reattach Sir Galahad's head and raise him? Yeah, I don't
1: him? know. I'm missing it. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to find.
0: Well, Arthur's lawful. Good. It sounds. I don't know. That just sounds. You know, he's going to his resting place, and you're like, you're messing with nature. All right. Well, Galahad has an 18 con, which means he's going to have a very high percentage. Of course. Wow. He has a he has a 100% chance of resurrection survival? There you go. I, should, well, I think it should be 100%. Well, that's what he's saying.
1: Okay. Blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. Go ahead, keep going. So he has well, 100%, so there's, no, there's not even worth the roll. No, it's not worth the roll. All right. I'm, so so one of the things I forgot, where is it? So one of the questions was, well, it says here, yeah, do you, do you lose a point? It does for both. I thought that was in the Dungeon Master's Guide, because uh, now there's oh. a question of do you lose the point of Constitution. I'm pretty sure it had it in there, and and in, in Sage Advice, which of course is not canon per you, uh, it says you do lose it. So I I remember seeing this somewhere, and now someone's have to pull pull it out in the DMG. But anyway, I've always played if you raise dead, you have to do the roll, and you lose a point of con. And I wouldn't have just made that up. I could be wrong, that I interpret it wrong. But uh, I think maybe it have been under death or natural death or something like that. I I don't know. It's all it's all blur now. This is the problem. Um. Anyway,
0: go ahead. Yeah, because it just says the resurrect on the spell the resurrected person. And this is under raised dead. The resurrected person must make a special statement, though, to survive the ordeal. It says, furthermore, the raised person is weak and helpless in any event, and he or she will need one full day of rest in bed for each day he or she was dead. Right. And that's all I'm thinking.
1: For some reason... Blah 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 blah. I know that res. but again, ultimately, the other thing, and, and the other thing is, you can always use wish to bring someone back, because it mentions in the player's handbook. This you know, for instance, it's talk about on page twelve, the sixteenth death is final, assuming your your resurrect your uh, constitution is fifteen is final and irrevocable without the use of some other magical means, such as a wish. Oh, here it is. It's utmost important to understand that a character's initial constitution um, is the number of times a character can be raised from the dead, resurrected, and each such revivification reduces the character's constitution score by one. Oh, where is Page that? Page 12.
0: Oh, okay, second, very good. Second so, paragraph.
1: I knew it was somewhere.
0: So as often, yeah, as often happens, it's, things are a bit scattered at times. Okay, so that's good to know.
1: Yeah, well, that's why people get pissed. Uh, oh, Constitution! Oh, is it up? Where is it on the second uh, paragraph? Page 12? Uh, it is utmost importance to ah. understand that a character's initial Constitution is the maximum number of times to, that to be raised from the dead/slash resurrected, and that each such revivification reduces the character's Constitution score by one.
0: Oh, see, that's very helpful. Yeah, and see, because it would have been a little bit better. It seems like under resurrect have that under resurrection survival, because right. I think that's where most people would probably Correct. go. But okay, so there it is. Yeah. So yes. So it is interesting that people ask questions of sage advice which have answers that are clearly answered by... Well, because people
1: hate this. This is the second... I mean, uh, well, the number one thing characters hate is level drain. That is the worst. Then the second is uh, raised dead or that because you lose your point of con. If you have a con bonus. If you're a magic user and you have 12 con, who cares? You know, if I survive it, great. Um... Because now I have 11 con. There's no change to your hit points. But a fighter who dies and has a 17 con, and let's say they're a six level fighter, they just lost 6 points of hit points permanently. And they I know,
0: but what are they? You know? oh, a, hello? They, they should be happy to be alive. They okay.
1: They were dead. I'm sure Gal had, you know, even though he's the most pious and, and whatever, He'd still say, well, now I'm down, how many hit points he just lost? Nine, that's true. 10, something like that. That's,
0: that's true, he just, he lost a con. Oh, so you lose those hit points, so he's down to a 17, so you would strip from him all of those bonuses for every single one of those levels. So I think it's plus. It's plus no, three. just
1: one point per level, because he's he still gets, at 18 con, he's getting plus four points.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, of course, you're right,
1: it's just a difference. Right. So he would lose 17 hit points? Uh, well, you don't keep getting hit points every level. I think. Oh, that's for, true. It gets to be a plus one. Yeah, for Paladin, like it's what, ninth level or something like that?
0: Okay, so he's losing something like, I don't know, eight, nine, right. whatever, 10 hit points. Exactly. Like
1: that. So then the second part to this what question came up. Uh, why can't half orcs be raised, especially if they're 90% human, as the player's handbook says? Answer the player's handbook does not say that half orcs are 90% human. It says that 10% of them, which from player characters are drawn, resemble humans enough to pass for one under most circumstances. Generally, a half-orc is always 50% human. Half-orcs cannot be raised simply because they do not have souls. I went right to the top. See this one? She goes right to the top. Yes. Yes. To Gary Gygax himself, his quote, as attributed by Gene Wells, half-orcs cannot be raised, period get out of here. I, and so I probably in the next issue. What did Gary Gygax mean by saying half-orcs can't be raised, period? I'm sure there's someone <laughs> And and a question. I'm sure that was a letter.
0: And 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 elves too, of course, right? right?
1: but half-elves Half-elves have uh souls. If if I remember correctly, if you look under raised dead, yeah. So it's that's why it's confusing. Cuz I think they're
0: allowed to whereas well, what I like is I like that this was confirmation that the half-orcs that are PCs are of that 10%. I know it was strongly suggested in the book, but it didn't say it expressly, if I recall. What I also think is interesting is that yes. people assume half-orcs look you know, hideous. But the PC half-orcs, they're basically passing as human, right? They're just something a little bit different about them, right? But at a bar at night, they're looking human. Right. Right I mean so they're not you know I think people tend to think that they look worse than they do when they come from the, when they're pcs so yeah does it say on uh, does it say half yes elves? it
1: does and on page fifty it says uh that when the cleric casts a raised dead spell he or she can restore life to a dwarf gnome half elf halfling or human so that's why I think there's probably some confusion I'm sure there's lore about this you know why does the half orc fall on the you know as mm-hmm. as uh as, as the Chamberlain of Australia said, because of the fecundity of the orc, they are orc-based, whereas the half-elf acquires a soul.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. So another reason that it's risky to play a half-orc or an elf. Right. Right, another advantage to being a human or obviously a gnome.
1: Yes, and, well, so then the ant. the choices are wish... Um, or uh, reincarnation which again there's the f- uh, yes famous for me the famous example was in the Rogues gallery I don't uh, I don't know I remember reading this and I thought that's pretty cool you know they had some sample NPCs in here that uh, which we of course we should have asked them, um, if he remembers any of these. We say, you know, what was the... Sta- hey, um, Tim, what was the stats for Bigby and see if he remembered them because that would have been super exciting. Uh, yes. Uh, but in this picture here on page 45 of the Rogues, Rogues Gallery, I'm showing it to our dear listeners, and I'm showing it to you. There's a giant lizard man. Um, and Jeff R. Leoson played uh, Phoebus or Phobus. He was a present lizard man, but was certainly hadn't been his whole career. originally a fighter. Phobus rose to the tenth level before he was slain. A cleric being unavailable, Druid was prevailed upon to perform a reincarnation, and he came back as a lizard man. So there you go. Yeah, that that's a fun one too. Reincarnation, right? Because you don't know what you're going to come back in. Right. Well, I guess we should bring that up because we're 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 trying to be. Uh, you know we, we don't want to offend anyone, so let's uh, let's look at reincarnation, which is a druid spell. In the season of of hopefulness, we really should do cure disease, but that may be too soon. Um, druid. The oh, what? Well, it's seventh level, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Wow. Page sixty four. Okay. So is the druid the only one that has this? All spell? right. See ya. Uh, Druid's the only one, correct. Uh, no, maybe, ma- does magic user have it as well? I don't remember. I f-
0: oh, it can't they be do. No more they, than they a do week. They do
1: six-level, it's a six-level magic user spell.
0: Oh, so it's actually an easier six-level, okay, okay. No longer than a week, though, for the druid. I don't know if that's true for uh, the magic user oh, yeah. as well, well. I'll
1: look up that. You keep going with that one. Oh, so this is, this is terrible.
0: Tableau goes possibilities so you're basically coming back as something different the person reincarnated will call the majority of his or her former life and form but the class they have if any in their new incarnation might be different indeed abilities and speech are likewise often changed the table below gives the reincarnation possibilities of this spell so wait am i automatically oh and then there's a magic user reincarnation spell Wait am I never coming back as myself? No. Well, you could you- No, cuz that's right, it's reincarnation. I mean, so but wait. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can be a human. Oh, okay. Now the good news is any sort of player character can be reincarnated if an elf, gnome or human is indicated, the character must be created when the corpse is touched, the new incarnation will appear in the area within 1 to 6 turns. So, this is not very helpful though. I mean, so you're like Yeah, all right. So, I guess it's fun. Players like it because I get to come and play a centaur now.
1: Well, yeah. What's interesting, he mentioned Lizard Man. They're not even on this table. So maybe they, when they were playing OD&D, uh, yeah. they allowed for Lizard Man, and because of that guy playing
0: it, they're like, "Yeah, we need to strike Lizard Man for the list."
1: <laughs> exactly. We've learned. So you could be a, you could be your giant boar. I wonder if you get the boar. Do you get the uh, minus hit point fighting like we talked about? That'd be suit. Oh, I think so.
0: Well, now you gotta now you gotta do rules for playing a, a, a monster. Right. Yeah, I see that. So, uh, is there a giant boar? Or is that, oh, that's probably the druid. Oh, so the druid is is the druid gonna be much more animal Yes. Oh, okay. So it'd be more fun maybe to be done. Well, I don't know. It depends on the player. Well, if you, if, so I if got. If you're it. a
1: hawk, you're pretty much, and you're a cleric or a magic user, you got a problem. You can't enunciate the spells right. so you're basically dead. Right. you're alive but you're, you're you can't fight I mean you're not produ- producing anything uh, of any value
0: so, but, so this is interesting then because so so you could have player characters in all of these I mean and you can't really say no or you can say no if you want to as a DM but that's totally legit I'm a pixie right? I'm playing a pixie because I was reincarnated and that's what the role was and the DM really should be like yeah you're a pixie play it out OK. All
1: right. Very interesting. And, and, you know, but it goes back to depending on its class. Um, you know, that, I mean, it'd be super cool if you were a thief and you came back as a pixie. That would be amazing.
0: Yeah. 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 That's right. I mean, do you still have your thief skills? I don't know that you do. do Why you?
1: not? I don't know. I think if you if you were dexterous enough, that would be great.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. Very so interesting. So to me, that's okay. you could have fun with it, but most players, I, I you know, I read in the comp. Most players don't like reincarnate because no, it's, it, you're, you're, it's too random. You end up, you know, you end up being a a a, a raccoon, and unless you're going to find a way to allow you to talk, like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you're in trouble at that point. So. This has been a Bushy puppy Production. All rights reserved.